3: Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 286, Episode 1 of Dirt like a yeah! production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it is Monday, May 8th, 2023,
1: May 8th, what, what? May 8th, May, May May the 4th, be with <laughs> you. <laughs> there you go, May,
3: uh, wait, hold on, boy. actually, no,
1: it is a, it is a real thing, wait, no, is it? What's today? Six, seven, eight? Yes, May eighth. Why is my? Okay, this is so funny. The the thing I normally use to find the days of the month is being very, very tricky with me. Oh, are you counting here the keys is. on your keyboard to get to eight? Yeah, and on my fingers. I'm like, wait, what's today? Uh, it's World Ovarian Cancer Day, International. Phallisamia Day. I might not be getting that right. Uh, World Red Cross Day. Time of Remembrance and Reconciliation. National Student Nurse Day. National Women's Checkup Day. National Have a Cake Day. National Coconut Cream Pie Day. Mm. Get it all. Okay. Get all those things. Get them. Get, yeah. get some.
3: Uh, my name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. I wish you would go and take that pledge, my friend. You could swear by with your life, King Chuck. You will defend. And if... You just touched that TV with your hand You're now a king's man That is courtesy of Christy Yamaguchi, Man, Had to bring it back to Yamaguchi Mm -hmm. After yesterday's AKA That just, you know, declared war on him Mm -hmm. From right to post I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray.
1: Oh, it's Miles Gray. And shout out to the teachers because, uh, well, actually math, because a little bit of calculus in my life, a little trigonometry by my side, a little Fibonacci's all I need, a little is what I see, a little bit of lambda in the sun, a little bit binary all night long, a little probability, here I am, a little square root two. Well, where's the list? Square root to makes me your man. Radical 2. Anyway, that was Mambo number 5, but we we're talking about math, and I was talking about math songs. Uh, shout out Pat on the Discord for that one.
3: I mean, that seems straight up ripped from a cool math teacher's lesson <laughs> lesson plan.
1: I know. It sounds like, you guys ready for this one?
3: <laughs> 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 and by cool <laughs> math teacher, I mean, like, that's what he calls himself.
4: Did I
1: tell you I had... My geometry teacher we would wear a shirt that had the, the square root sign. It said, get radical. Like, it would just have the radical sign. And it would just say, get with the square root symbol. And he's like, get radical. Right, guys? Ugh,
3: I didn't even know that piece of math
1: terminology. Radical, too? Like, the, that, yeah. like, checkmark? You didn't know that?
3: I didn't know that shit. Man, you ain't no I mean, math I mean, nerd, Jack? What the fuck? I did good in geometry, too. That's crazy. <laughs> I also did radical, good in folks. geometry in Kentucky. And so, yeah, yeah. who knows how. Uh, how that holds up outside of the rest <laughs> of the world. Miles, we yes. are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by a writer, producer, host behind Vogue's Breathless column, Sled yeah. Ever on Viceland, Stars is Now, Apocalypse, and the new podcast, Sanctum Unmasked. Please welcome to this show, Carly Shortino!
1: Carly!
4: <laughs>
5: Thank you so much. I'm honored to be on the pod, honestly.
1: Um, oh, we honored honest.
3: to have you. You honor, you honor us. us with your presence. What's yes. good? How are you doing?
5: I'm great. Uh, I just walked my dog. Now I'm sitting here in my house. You know, being a writer, this is what being a writer is. I think.
1: Yeah. Just sitting at just home, being a slob. Yeah. <laughs> what That's part? Right. Of, what part of the? Where are you at? Where? What part of Earth are you coming to us from?
5: I recently moved to Laurel Canyon. Where do you guys live? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. I'm,
1: I'm. What are your yeah, addresses? Yeah, I'm, yeah, my address is 11201 Kling Street. That's right. I'm right there. Yeah, I'm right there in the valley. Yeah, yeah.
5: Oh, yeah. I lived in the valley for a long time.
1: There you I'm go. I'm close. There you go. I'm close. Yeah, I yeah. like it. Yeah, you're right there. I miss, like,
5: yeah. I I like the big parking lots, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, parking is, you know, that's the thing we got. We're not fighting over parking spots, and we never have that thing where we're put off by going somewhere in the valley because there's no parking. People are just usually put off by coming to the valley in general. Right. Sadly. But. This is my home.
3: <laughs> and Carly, your new show is about a L.A.-based sex club. It's about L.A., about the uh, Sanctum, which is not spelled like, like it's pronounced. But yeah, There's a really, really cool story. Eyes Wide Shut was real there for a number of years, basically. <laughs> yes. So
5: it's about this sex club called Sanctum, which launched in 2013, and it was this... This guy, Damon Lawner, was a million dollars in debt. He watched, it's the classic story. He was up late one night, couldn't sleep, watched Eyes Wide Shut. You know the iconic sex theme, the Illuminati sex party? Have you ever seen it? Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Baby did a bad, bad thing. That was in the trailer, I remember, for Eyes yeah. Wide Shut. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that just
3: that high. one singular icy piano key is mm-hmm. how I wake my children up in the morning. To let them know <laughs> the day has begun. <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah, it's he watched that and he was like, that would be cool if that existed. You know, just like all <laughs> these terrifying, powerful men, like wearing masks, sleeping with models and with like weird ominous chanting in the background. Like, maybe I should make that exist. And then he actually did it. And I mean, at the club's peak in 2016, the most expensive yearly membership was $425,000. Oh my <laughs> God.
3: So it's just like got out of debt, got out of that million dollars of debt. Yeah.
5: Yeah. It's just like billionaires and celebrities like LARPing, Game of Thrones, like Blood Oath Initiation Ritual, Sex Party, Beverly Hills, Hollywood messiness. If you're into that, (laughs) that's the long line.
1: (laughs) No, that's uh, that you got my attention. Anytime it's people (laughs) LARPing it's that kind of wild shit. It's always interesting to see people like act out. Whatever weird sordid fantasies they have in their minds, and like fully come I mean, not and say like, and that's great for them. I love that for them, but it's yeah like
3: when billionaires yeah. go larping, people get hurt usually, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, <laughs>
3: we're larping uh, this film, the most dangerous game. Would you like to come out to my uh, island <laughs> that I own for the weekend? Yeah, but that's cool. It's a crazy story. we're We're thrilled to have you. People should go check it out. We are going to get to know you a little bit better. In a moment, first, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about. And and we'll just flag any time a story comes up that features people who were probably at Sanctum at that time. Uh, Fox (laughs) News. Ding, 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 ding. Yep,
1: yep, ding, ding, ding.
3: Maybe not. They might not have been actually cool enough to get in, but maybe Tucker Carlson made an appearance. But anyway, they're just more leaked videos of what he was like off camera, which is again just creepy
1: as exa- fuck it's
3: unsurprising we'll just say yeah that. we'll get into the details we'll talk the world health organization has announced COVID is over oh, yeah just like that so that's good news just do oh. it we're not going to talk about anything we're just going to let everybody know COVID's over
1: <laughs> i was literally next to somebody who's like yeah my wife got COVID. i'm 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 kind of worried maybe i have it too and i was like Looking at them (laughs) like, excuse me. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I'm glad I'm masked. I'm masked the fuck up. But yeah, cool. Like it it ain't over, but Hey, sure. Let's move on.
3: And then the military is really pissing off the, the people who kid rock, they're coming for kid rock. They, they announced a recruitment campaign with an active duty drag queen who performs under the name Harpy Daniels. And Harpy Daniels is one of five, people tap to be one of the their digital ambassadors and people are like what no no not my navy and not my only, navy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so navy. this my navy exactly in the navy in the navy in the military just in general so we'll we'll talk about what they're being forced to ignore Historically. in order to scare up some outrage about this one Guardians of that we'll talk about it, then we'll get to the real news. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 features Marvel's first person saying fuck.
1: Oh shit, oh, dude. God. What? You said, don't say that. We're gonna get in guys? trouble, man. Oh my god.
3: Oh, you mean F-U-C-K? God. Did he just say F U C K? He said that. Okay. So they're they're talking about that and being cool. All of that, plenty more, but first, Carly, we do like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history?
5: I just looked. There's two. These are the two things I was searching last night. One of them is probably more on brand than the other. One of them is David Gardner Liv Tyler, because I wanted to know how tall Liv's, Liv Tyler's husband was. His name is David Gardner. Mm. I don't know. And one <laughs> okay. of them is who founded Pornhub, which was I was doing research. And it's a guy named Matt Keezer, if you were wondering. And he's someone who looks. Like he found it for him, <laughs> he fits the aesthetic bill.
3: Nice. Matt, what does that he's... look entail? I'm, I'm picturing
1: something. I want to see if I, if I'm right. Can you give me a
3: description?
5: He's like kind of nerdy. Uh,
1: he kind of looks like he'd be like Sandler's cousin or something.
5: <laughs> he looks like the kind of like if you were going to cast a sitcom and you're like he plays the guy that lives next door that they find annoying. It's like that guy.
4: Mm.
1: <laughs> Who's and the guy next door? He's annoying because he's starting like he's got all these servers at his house because he's starting a massive porn website. <laughs>
5: yes, yeah, exactly. He looks like he could be a character in Silicon Valley, kind of. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about right. Do your thing, Matt He's rich. Thing.
3: Are you? uh Are you Turns obsessed out. with like celebrities' heights and like relative heights to their partners? Is that something that you find yourself googling frequently?
5: Yeah, I do. I I, I cool. think a problem I have when watching television shows is that. I have to watch them twice because I get obsessed with like, oh, that actor. Like, what are they? Where were they born? And who are they married to? And how tall is their partner? <laughs> <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah.
5: Do you care? That some... might be a girl thing.
3: No, I am. Past... I, no, I do I... find it always find it interesting. Or is there someone that you have come across? First of all, I think this is the thing that we need a Wikipedia. That is like a trustworthy source for actor heights, because I don't think the information on the Internet is actually usually correct. I think it is a publicist screen. Yeah, it's self-reported. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, we're not we're not here for that.
1: Who, Who are some past celebrities that you've you like you've had done some research into their heights? Who else has piqued your interest in that department?
5: Just the other day, I was googling Jennifer Lawrence height, and it says she's five nine. And then you get like deep into it where people are fighting, and it's like, no, she's not actually five nine. People are like, she's like max <laughs> five seven and a half, and I think that's true. <laughs> but there's this famous photo of her standing next to Jodie Foster, like uh-huh. giving when I get the o- Oscars or something, giving an award, and Jodie F- She Jodie Foster looks like she must be like four ten. And so the height discrepancy is so scary. Like, did you ever see that picture of Taylor Swift and Bruno Mars next to each other? No. It went viral because he's like half the size of her. Yeah. So, so sometimes it's you. It's it's (laughs) like,
1: right, 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 right.
5: But it's like, so, okay. So related, this is something I find really funny. Wait, how tall is
1: Bruno Mars? He's a small person.
3: I've seen him in person. He was actually on the flight when I like flew out to LA to like move here. We he for was, real? he was in first class with his little uh, fedora hat on and it
5: says oh he's my.
1: Five.
5: He's a short king. He's hot though.
3: He
1: is five five with brown eyes, smile like the sunrise. Okay, so yeah, it's, it's not bi- even
3: like one of those ones, like the picture with the Bidens and the Carters, where right, there's right, something where weird like happening with the camera. Like this, yeah. he is in the foreground, and yeah,
1: looks no, I'm. This picture is. That's why what? I was like, oh shit. <laughs> that's
3: why because <laughs> he's crazy, got
4: like
1: right? that. He's got that Tom Cruise shit. You know what I mean? Where like his energy is Big way energy. bigger than his yeah. like measurable height. Because I remember. Like to your point, Carly, the first time I saw Tom Cruise in person, that's when I was like, yo, they're fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> like they got they got me thinking this man was 6'3. And I was like, I remember being like 16 towering over him. I was like, oh, okay, what's up, Tom Cruise? Okay.
3: <laughs> Tom Cruise, Tall King. God. They start with the same yeah. sounds for a reason. <laughs> the I, the I I still have this weird thing where I went to a movie premiere, the only movie premiere I think I've ever been to, it was for I forget the name of it. Uh, I'll, I'll look up the name of it, but Will Smith was there or somebody who I thought was Will Smith. And everyone was like, wait, that's what? Will Smith. Somebody who I, I swear that's was Will Smith. This? It was like, it was definitely Will Smith, but he was like 5'10, maybe. Like, like, I walked up. I was like, wait, Will Smith is like much shorter. I thought he was like 6'2, 6'1. And like, I walked up behind him. I was much taller than him. And I'm, you know, just a little bit over six foot, like right around 6'1. And then everyone swears up and down. And even when I talk to people who've met Will Smith, they're like, "No, he's six So I don't know what. Did you do maybe the thing where, like, like a kind of put body your body double? I didn't Did like you put, do. Like, your I didn't hands go so close. Like... So maybe there was just like something weird about. I mean, I was I was going through a period where I was wearing lifts, so uh, okay. in, in my Timberlands. So
1: <laughs> you was... were like Ron DeSantis when he wears <laughs> those cowboy boots everywhere yeah. to give him an extra oh. two inches. <laughs> yeah, but.
4: I
5: think like, it's because we expect them to be larger than life celebrities. Yeah. And when you see them they're and they're short, it's like there's like the world under your feet is like shaky suddenly. Yes. Yeah.
3: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But it helps you feel better, too. You're like, oh, good. That's right. <laughs> this guy yeah. is just he's a normal person. Like i not Everyone's some kind of like cinematic giant.
3: Yeah. Bruno Mars reads short, though. Like when I see him on TV, I'm like, that is a short person. Like, he he just, like, has that energy. Tom Cruise can fooled. go, like, both ways. But even, like, when I saw him the one time I walked past him on a staircase, he, <laughs> like, his, even though he's short, the thing that hits you is not his, how short he is. It's, like, just his, it's, that it's he's, his like, glowing energy. and hovering above the ground yeah. and just has <laughs> this, like, crazy energy about him. Yeah.
1: That's his thing. He makes everybody feel like the only person in the room. Yeah. And that's, like, anyone who's crossed paths and like, wow, he's just, like, really talkative and, like, really, really engaging. It's like, yeah. yeah man, you
3: and there were yeah, some celebrities scary. at Sanctum. Uh, let's just hit a list of names. Who are we talking here? <laughs> no, well,
5: <I'm> <laughs> Heart lawyers, like, said we can't say anything. You know, what? As we are iHeart partners. They are so... They were... I mean, I know they're just doing their job, but we would write the scripts or the podcast and, like, any reference of anybody, they were like, no. And even if it was, like... I mean, there's been I think I can say this like reported like in so many publications that like Mm -hmm. when Paltrow was there and Bill Maher was there and we were like can we just say reported everywhere on earth these people were there and they were like no so you can do some googling
3: have
1: some good news for you
3: legal doesn't listen to our podcast so (laughs) you can say that
1: here yeah, I'm I'm really looking at a daily mail piece. Gwyneth Paltrow approved sex club sanctum. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow approved sex club. <laughs> Making its way from L.A. to New York and the Hamptons with kickoff party during fashion week. This is before all the shit came out. Huh?
3: Yeah, that's the, the strategy with this podcast is we put out so many episodes that legal can't listen to them all. So, yeah, they, yeah. Was, we got that from
1: Steve Bannon. Flood yeah. the zone with shit.
3: Flood the zone with shit. <laughs> what is uh what's something that
1: you think is overrated?
5: Yoga. Okay.
1: Mm. What happened?
5: I don't know. I just think it's like expensive stretching, like pretentious expensive stretching. I just like feel like people who do yoga think they're very in shape and mm. I don't think mm. they are. Like I think that it's not <laughs> exercise. Like I think it's fine, but I think we just shouldn't call it exercise. We should say you're stretching.
4: Yeah. It's
1: like a Body maintenance practice, right? Uh, more about centering yourself. I, I say that as someone who's s- so stiff that when I start doing them, I'm like, "Fuck this stuff, man!" <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I do, but I do attempt it pretty much like every other week <laughs> because my I feel like my hips they're getting t- they're getting too tight.
3: But, but, you famously have honey in your hips, Miles. They... I have
1: honey in my hips, Jack, but they they still get tight despite the honey. You oh. know? I think it's because I'm not dancing enough. That's what I need to yeah. be doing. Yeah, I need, a to, little, I need to like get hippie dancing. Yeah. Get the bees back working in the hive, if you know what I mean.
3: I, I know exactly what you mean. I yeah, the, you, it's <laughs> interesting because I feel like we don't like. I I definitely am just discovering stretching. Like I just didn't stretch <laughs> for my entire life up to this point, and therefore when like I can reach down and touch my knees that's like as far as i can bend but like i'm oh no starting to stretch i yes i don't need a yoga class because i just like printed out some stretches on a piece of paper and just you use that but it is like very american to be like you you're either like not paying attention to stretching at all or it's like that's all you need just like all (laughs) in this is a lifestyle now right
1: yeah is how much is a yoga class though Oh, there? I
5: don't know. You could do like yoga to the people, which is like free, right? I remember they had that in New York, but I think probably like twenty-five dollars. I don't know, twenty bucks.
1: Okay. I don't know. I don't go. I don't yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I mean like that's why like anytime I've done it, I'm just like, YouTube, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) There's a there's a yoga class right there for free.
5: I just don't like the aesthetic. I don't like the attitude. I don't like you know what I mean I don't like the community like of all Oh so it's as-
1: not right it's not so much the practice it's the what what it brings out of people that you've noticed
5: The yoga extended universe yeah <laughs> I not <nah. laughs> like I'll pass on that one
1: The YC Is it just good Yeah. Is it the woo woo there's it the woo woo aspect of it
5: Yeah that's some of it yeah. too just like I don't know I think that for me exercise I mean, the thing is, I, I shouldn't care, but there's some reason I find it off putting. I kind of, it's so like in a way that I find like Burning Man is sort of in the yoga extended universe a little bit. Like swingers are in the yoga extended universe, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Oh, interesting. yeah. Oh, so like if this is the Avengers, these are the people that come out of the portal, like for yes, that last exactly. battle. It's like the yoga people, the Burning Man people, the other woo woo crystal lovers and things like that.
3: Oh, crystal lovers are, are like, Spider-Man, like they're, their core to the
1: yoga extended universe. <laughs> yeah, out yeah, of yeah, yeah. portal. They, they've, they've yeah, you got to have that salt lamp in there too, yeah.
5: maybe. Yeah, they're like in polyamorous relationships, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah.
3: If you want to hear some <laughs> interesting theories about uh, the pandemic and vaccines, just hit up a yoga class and just sit back <laughs> Yes, <down>. exactly. Or- <laughs> yeah.
5: They've like gone back around from being like so like left, they're right, that kind of person.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You turn left enough you're on the right yeah
5: yeah exactly and i don't think men should be that flexible either i i one time dated <laughs> this
1: guy who's a
5: yoga teacher and i was like f- freaked me out
4: yeah <laughs>
3: it's
0: pretty good all
1: right
3: well
0: there, there you, you my go my leg above my head
1: see that's the one thing i can do that's how i that's that's i i just brought my leg above my head that was the one thing i do to protect like to check in with my body and when <laughs> it does that i'm like i don't need to go to the doctor like <laughs> yes. i did that i'm <laughs> good, good we're good uh, let
3: me just check yeah we're good here miles you're having get a heart good. attack
1: <laughs> you have you have these lesions all over your body that you can't stop scratching at i'm like that's fine but i can get my leg above my look head at, man look at right. the
3: flexibility yeah also
1: that's there's the like these, these like little black spots on my wall in the bathroom and i whenever <laughs> i breathe in there it gets a little weird it gets weird and i I cough it up but anyway i get my leg behind my no. head yeah. doing good
3: yeah i have a i have a friend who's like super yoga like really into it has been like telling me about it for years, trying to get everybody into it was like in a yoga magazine and also had to have like hip surgery from all the yoga that they do so there, yeah there my, my cousin's yoga
1: yeah my cousin went from like a s u madman on campus to linen yoga man
3: Winning <laughs> yoga madman yeah on, he's on like yo
1: it's, it's wild though his energy he, he he like he has a an energy about him though it's wild like ever since he like switched it up to the yoga thing like he'll walk in and like he the attention that he gets like in subtle ways is really interesting i'm like he's he he's kind of yeah he's vibrating at another level but he you know yeah. he, he fucks he fucks with science <laughs> and shit though so he's like he's, all, he's all right.
3: yeah yeah i do feel like though that's if you're if you're starting your like version of the branch davidians or whatever like you, you would probably want to hit up a yoga class that would be a good place to start
5: yeah, yeah. It, they're real followers
3: mm. what is something you think is underrated
5: okay so this show, i don't know if it's underrated i just think it's like underappreciated, underwatched. there's this show that i think is the best show on television it's called couple therapy have you ever heard of it um, on vh1 on VH1? No, it's on. It's on Showtime. There used to Hulu.
1: Oh, there was a VH1 show, it was a reality show called Couples Therapy. I feel like back in the day, that's when I was like, "Yeah, that shit was wild." Yeah, 2012 is when that first season came out of that shit.
5: Really? So it's yeah, basically yeah, yeah. that. That's what it is. It's it's couples in therapy. Mm-hmm.
4: Real couples. And it
5: is yes, and it is fucking insane. So it's like you think it will be. It's basically the way it's shot is. It doesn't feel like a, it's like a documentary, not a reality show, because it's these couples go in. There's a therapist and it just for them, they're just walking into a regular therapist office. All the cameras are hit. They know they're, they've they agreed to be filmed. but All the cameras are hidden, like in the wall, in the lamp, in the desk. So they now that, you know, when you can just tell people are aware of the camera and you watch yeah. reality shows, like these people never interact with a camera in the whole process of filming. So they really do kind of forget. And it's so fucking riveting because you just start to realize like everybody has the same problems, Like we all have the same issues. Every couple is the same. So you kind of feel like you're in therapy. But I've talked to couples who've watched it together and they're like, it's triggering. So I would just say <laughs> four
1: it's triggering and we've also never gone to couples therapy. So we're going to avoid this show yeah. to bring any awareness to our relationship. Why would
3: you need to? You got the Showtime show. couple. My therapy.
1: health regimen every day. I lift my leg above my head. I watch <laughs> one episode of couples therapy and I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. It's every I bet every single couple's problem is probably reduced down to this. People not voicing their needs and then letting that fester and then it manifesting into other issues because of a lack of communication. I feel like that's one of the biggest problems most couples experience for like a lot, you know?
5: Wow. That's well put. Like condensed. Yeah. I mean, it's true. Or yeah. Or like suppressing. And also I think like lack of self-examination for some. So it's like, Mm, what is that quote where it's like the unexamined
3: life is not worth living.
5: Yeah, it's something like unexamined it's something like the unexamined unexamined issues like become the puppeteer of your life. That's not what it is, mm. but it's some Jungian quote where it's like if you don't de- process something, it will actually just control you and you won't realize.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Damn. And I think there's a lot of that Fortunately, that is not a problem I deal with. The only problem I deal with, I'm always yelling. Nothing's wrong. Everything's fine. Why does everybody keep asking me that? But I'm I'm good over here. So yeah, I, I'm good. i don't, good. Need, I've com- been I don't fine. need therapy of any sort.
1: Well, it like it becomes a problem if you dwell on it. That's why I keep telling my mom, like, you <laughs> back off. That's right. <laughs> if I keep thinking about it, then it is a problem. Don't you see yeah. that? Oh, Jeez
3: just trying to manifest here by ignoring my problems (laughs) (laughs) all right let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about
1: Fox news Mm. you like to watch new stuff right i know i do well go to hulu and see what's new because hulu has new stuff all the time like vanderpump villa the new docudrama starring lisa vanderpump
3: And so the the Tucker Carlson leaks keep coming. Yeah, the, these are just again, it's like textural. It's like getting to see what he's like when he doesn't think the camera's on. Yeah, and
1: or when he's it, talking about how white men should should act, yeah, fight honorably, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: This isn't this is not how white men fight. No, but this one is more about how he is about women around women.
1: Yeah, I mean, we talked about like, like, what was what's with the firing? You know, like, what exactly goes is going down? And with the amount of these leaks that are coming out, that are sort of underscoring just how fucking gross this set is, and how like misogynistic and sexist he is, and just like says whatever to whoever, it sort of gives credence to you know his former booker who is suing because saying like I was subjected to a fucked up hostile workplace, and at the top was Tucker Carlson, basically like he was the one dictating all of this right. and so these videos have been coming out and again they're just sort of they're just proof basically you're like oh right this what the fuck is this i'll just play the latest video for you uh from the set where he's asking he's he, he's he, like he's getting his makeup done on camera and he's asking a, the, the makeup artist a personal question as he puts it
7: can i ask you a question you don't have to answer it's personal i'm not speaking of you but more in general of ladies when they go to the ladies room and powder their noses is there actually nose powdering going on Sometimes. Ooh. Ew. What, sound of that? what?
0: Most of the time it's lipstick. to
7: lit. Do pillow fights ever break out? You don't have to? Not in the back. Okay, not no. in the back. Okay, <laughs> okay. That'd be more a dorm activity.
4: Okay. This
7: is not a pretty <laughs> I'm sorry. So you are such a good sport, such a good person. Thank you. I, got I know you do, but you do not deserve that, and I mean it with great affection. I got you.
1: So cool. she's like she's like it's okay I have two brothers you can be fucking weird. And He's like even then he's like no I, I'm I'm a weirdo. He, I, I don't understand again pillow fights he's asking about if pillow fights are like is he stuck part on some like me, 80s frat
3: house shit? Part that got me was they do powder their nose. Oh.
5: Yeah, what like was that? that? Like he was turned on by a...
3: nose powder. Like, does he is he trying to like bring it to cocaine and like get like a little like illicit oh, or no? What? It
1: sounds like really like low-grade game.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where oh, he's trying to be flirty. Like oh, that.
1: y'all, that's what y'all do in the back. Do pillow fights break out? Yeah. Oh, that's probably more in the door. Pillow dorm room. fights like, the most what? salacious
3: thing his fucking child brain can think of. <laughs> <laughs> like also, this is so this is something uh Carly, we talked about how. Do you know, Greg Gutfeld is like the late night comedy show host on Fox News, and his background was in Maxim Magazine as like the editor of Maxim Magazine. And like one of his big things was bugging the women's room, like putting microphones in the women's room and then like printing the what was said in the women's room, like without consent. There's like this child. They they are like fucking seven year old. Like, they're yeah. like, what do girls do in the girls' room? Like, what? The, like This that is the kind is, of dude,
1: he was probably finding a way, drilling a hole to look into the locker room.
3: Yeah. You know what like I mean? Like, a junior high type shit. Porky's Meatball shit. When did crazy. that
5: happen? Like, that actually happened?
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was the uh, early 2000s. Like, the That's early aughts.
5: insane. That's
3: yeah. crazy.
5: Yeah. I feel like the darkest interpretation of that Tucker Carlson clip is that he was, that was his flirting. Like I didn't even register that as a possibility until you said it, and it's like, oh, that could be him trying to flirt. Like that's fucking terrifying. Well, because he kept yeah, being just, like,
3: and you don't have to answer this. This is a little personal, but uh, do they actually? And then like someone, I think oh, a producer off like
1: camera that. was like, we're getting into weird territory, Tucker. Like, and he's like, I yeah. know, I know, I know, I know, I like, know and you don't
3: deserve that. And like he has this weird like shame spiral thing that he's doing, but so, the oh, I like that. Bummed me out to a degree that will be difficult to shake off. You don't need to be annoying
1: when someone is like oh. applying powder to your face, like <laughs> in such close proximity. Like, just let it be professional and keep it moving.
3: It's just racked by a full body orgasm.
1: Oh, <laughs> <it's-> <laughs> wow. The bathroom? Do you guys use soap? Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Oh. The thing is, Fox is fucking pissed because Media Matters is, you know, this watchdog, media watchdog group. They've been dropping these shits like every fucking day pretty consistently. And Fox is they're just basically they they have no idea what to do to stop it. Um, And right now they've been reduced to like begging and whining to be like, please just stop the embarrassment. They're just basically saying, like, it's not fair. That's our intellectual property that you got illegally. Well, you must stop, cease and desist. And they really have no case here, but they're trying. And the head of Media Matters, uh, Angelo Carasone, he clapped back quite elegantly, saying that, you know, reporting on newsworthy leaked material is actually the cornerstone of journalism. And then he went on to fully dunk on them by saying, quote, perhaps if I tell them that the footage came from a combination of WikiLeaks and Hunter Biden's laptop, it will alleviate their concerns, to which there was no response. And I mean, this is just kind of there's not much to say after this, but it's even funnier. There's another clip where Tucker Carlson is talking about one of his like employees like girlfriends and saying that they're yummy and then realizes that this might be on fucking media matters and immediately is like i mean fuck media matters it's very uh it's kind of very meta yeah
7: i'm not you know what i'm not qualified on that score i will say i thought his girlfriend was kind of yummy yummy just kidding just kidding in case being pulled off the bird yeah, the bird. Hey, media matters for America. Go fuck yourself. That's the first thing I want to say tonight. Second thing is totally kidding. I don't even know what his girlfriend looks like. And if I did, I would not find her yummy. Gross.
3: Okay. So, well, so anyway, Tucker Carlson can like see Ew. through time. He's, yeah, <laughs> he's like a time lord. Yeah. 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 Yummy again. Right. Like, there's something with like the, like, infantilization like baby talk like mm yummy mommy
1: it's just i don't know man so this is <laughs> this is the kind of shit that people are subjected to over there and uh is, I, I it sort of stands to reason that When you have clips like this, it makes that case look much stronger. And when you look at the long line of shitty men that have been on camera at Fox and even worked there, that they're like, fuck, man, this is another fucking settlement. We're going to have to pay out on top of the Dominion one. That was $787 million. So to me, it sounds like now they're like they're cutting their losses because they're like, yeah, it's what these accusations are probably true enough that we're going to have to deal with them and the fallout. But I don't know. He said some such other horrible shit on air that it's really hard to to reckon like what is what exactly their reasoning is but it seems like there's a good case for this one
5: is it the woman like the there's like someone that works there sued him right like this is, yeah the this former is talent about? booker yeah yeah he just seems so char like unfunny like i think also in those clips he sh- thinks he's being funny
3: yeah oh, he thinks he's fucking hilarious like he's got this like smug smile on his face the whole time he's just
4: it's.
1: I think it's just kind of the thing too, where you're you're the you're he's the the head of the universe at Fox, you know, and on his own show, who's going to be like, "Man, that shit wasn't funny, man. Shut up." Yeah, you know, everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, ho, ho, Tucker, oh," ho, 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 ho. and that just gives more momentum to his ego to just be further untethered and just do whatever the fuck it's going to do. I guess.
3: All right, let's talk about drag queens in the military. Uh, the Navy is, despite. You know, Tom Cruise's best efforts and Top Gun 2. They did a whole Top Gun, which like the last time they did it, it saved naval recruitment, like naval recruitment shot through the roof. This time the movie was a massive hit, but everyone was like, it was fun to watch. I'm <clears> not going to join the Navy now. So oh. still major. You sure Slump did in you see the volleyball?
1: What's that? So do you see the volleyball? Yeah. You still don't want to join?
3: No? Right. Yeah, well, right. I mean, the, this one had a uh, two-way football, so. Even oh, shit, crazy, okay. I think it was yeah, his high-waisted jeans that fucked people up. They were like, no, <laughs> no, thank you. But, so they're, they're trying new things. They're doing, like, a social media, like, influencer campaign with active-duty officers, and one of them is a drag queen, uh, Harpy Daniels. That is one of five people tapped to be one of the Navy's new digital ambassadors, which, by the way, not a paying gig. Oh, yeah, no, really, it's just they they get to help the military because uh. it's not, well. You have to understand, the military only has more funding than anything in America, <laughs> so we're and, dealing with how, limited how are they budgets to pay here for this sort of thing. Yeah, Jesus. But people on the right, predictably, freaked the fuck out. One of the SEAL Team 6 guys tweeted, I can't believe I fought for this bullshit. This is the same guy who proudly tweeted a photo of himself on a flight with no mask on during the thick of the pandemic with the caption, I'm not a pussy. <laughs> so.
4: uh-huh.
1: Yep. Because science is for that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Whatever. That's cool, man. I'm sure you would probably I, I know you haven't spent much time thinking about how the United States military used you in service of a yeah. uh, big big oil grab over there. But hey, it's all good. You're not a pussy. I get
3: it. I'm not a pussy. I'll kill your grandmother for the right to not be inconvenienced while watching the movie yesterday and eating a bag of tiny pretzels. <laughs> 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 That's how tough I am.
4: Yeah, seriously. But,
3: yeah, I don't know. Uh, they the right people on the right are claiming it will only hurt recruitment because drag queen shows have no place in our military. Hold on, <laughs> what?
1: I even know that's so far off. Okay, yes. go on. Yeah, yeah. So, uh-huh. A history lesson.
3: There, I mean, we'll, we'll start with more recently. The hugely popular drag show on military bases in 2015, positively reported on by that liberal rag stars and stripes the the internal military (laughs) publication apparently like they couldn't print enough tickets for this show which was six service members gay lesbian and straight wearing heavy makeup to dance and lip sync songs such as i want to dance with somebody it's funny like they're describing like a drag show (laughs) yeah like they're hearing about it for the first time six service members donned heavy makeup to dance and lip sync songs (laughs) with wigs and all Um,
1: (laughs) and different names than their usuals
3: and and then there's just like a long history of this like going back to the men wearing quote exaggerated feminine attire feminine attire dates back to the 1800s in the navy drag shows were a huge part of military culture during world war ii Uh, Shows put on by soldiers included girly segments where gruff GIs dressed in tutus while still wearing their army boots. There were comedic routines in which soldiers impersonated female stars of the period. And it's not it's like when you read the writing about it, like the people are it's not like this is ridiculous. It's funny because it's ridiculous. They're like they brought a boot, a beauty to the like performances and like we're very skilled and so it's just i don't know it's a we we've gone backwards somehow to a place where like you can't appreciate this and any act of inclusivity has to be part of some massive conspiracy that you're not in on according to these people
1: it's just wild to like think of like, it does, whatever, anything that they see as falling under, like, the woke umbrella, they'll immediately lose their shit over, even if it's something that, like, already has enough momentum culturally within, like, the things that they're into, like, the fucking military, and still be <laughs> like, oh, no, no, what's this? It's like, yeah, I did drag when I was, when I was enlisted, but that was different. Yeah. That was fucking different, okay? Or when my grandfather did it in World War Two, that was because they... It was different. It was stressful during wartime. Now this stuff, I don't know, it's just a a bridge too far.
3: Entertainers were not stigmatized because of their perceived or real sexual identities. Instead, the feminine nature of the illusionists and caricaturists' acts were held up as beautiful. That is from a feminist work of theory called, oh wait, no, that's just from the National World War II Museum. Right. Yeah, that's, it's just, it was, they, they weren't fucking assholes at the time it turns out
6: there are literally (laughs)
3: pictures of men in dresses gunning down nazi planes because they were in the middle of a drag show and got interrupted by a german air raid and had to go out and you know man giant guns (laughs) on the side of these fucking warships and yeah yeah people were like that's pretty cool hey man that's pretty cool
1: Hey, that's pretty cool. If only Tom Cruise didn't fuck us over with this latest top gun, (laughs) you wouldn't have to resort to this stuff. I mean, it's just wild, though, too. Like, they're they're in this thing where they're trying to figure out how to get more recruits. And they're trying to do things that would seemingly say, like, hey, we're in, like, maybe you want to join and don't look into the part where maybe you're going to get caught up in fighting a war, like an empirical war for us. But hey, this is something, I don't know. It's just, it just baffles me the, the recruitment strategy overall. And also not really understanding that most young people are just not interested in military service as they learn that like, you know, when you come back as a veteran, doesn't seem like the cares too great. And on top of it, like what, if, if, if you're end up, you know, a lot of the people that they're looking for are people who are the most financially desperate to end up serving and things like that, that they're just, you know, they're still, I don't know. It's just maybe they can attract them with movie stuff.
3: Yeah. Taking care of veterans that that would be a interesting recruitment tactic. Maybe if it's pitched to them that way, they would actually. Do it. Right.
1: Yeah. Like, well, I've seen have you seen that one commercial where I think there are people are like these like sort of millennial age people are like around a campfire and like they're talking about how they own homes and it's because they're in the military and they're like, mm-hmm. what? They're like, yeah, because of the military and like they're sort of using that. Sort of carrot on a stick now of like home ownership to, to like inspire enlistment. Many, it, many I mean, different... I know
4: you can
5: go to, I feel like you can go to college, right? That's why historically, right. like poor people have joined the military because you can get a college education. But I don't know how that, I mean, maybe that then leads to home ownership, but I don't know. Most of my friends who have college education don't own homes. So I don't think it works that way, honestly.
4: Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: I think that's why they're like, see, do it this way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, here it is. Here. I'll just play it for you. It's 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 like it...
7: So, uh, we're getting that house we told you guys about. You're buying a house? Yeah. Soldiers get VA loan guarantees.
2: Yeah, no money down.
7: Well, my office gives us free bagels.
1: <laughs> goarmy.com That's com. kind of funny actually. <laughs> okay, so it's
5: about loan. It's about That's a great joke. It's about loans. You yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're about like loans
1: yeah we can get sick loans but hey i get bagels
3: uh, low interest
4: loans yeah
1: <laughs> all right well let's take a
3: quick break we'll come back and talk about guardians of the galaxy three fuck yeah
4: yeah
1: you like to watch new stuff right i know i do well go to hulu and see what's new.
3: And we're back. And Peter Quill and friends are back at the movie theaters. Who's Peter Uh, Quill? Is that his name? Peter Quill? What is is that? That's a Star Lord. That's a Chris. Oh Pratt's my bad! I didn't mean name. to ask
1: that. Like I, I really didn't know. I'm like, oh, who yeah. the fuck is that? Who the fuck, the fuck is Peter Quir- Quir- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's Chris Pratt. Okay, okay, yeah, I got Chris you. Pratt's
3: character. Um, and everyone's talking. I, I'm sure by the time you hear this, we're recording this before the weekend. I'm sure everyone's talking about how it broke all the records at the box office, and they're probably also talking about that big f bomb baby. Chris Pratt drops, says, fuck, in a Marvel movie. It's the first time anyone's done that. Pratt even claimed that Marvel head honcho Kevin Feige warned director James Gunn not to do it. Quote, from my understanding, (laughs) the story goes that Kevin Feige talked to James Gunn and said, listen, you don't want to be the guy who who's known for having the first F word in your movie. Pratt recalled. And James was like, yes, I do. Don't you know me? That's exactly what I want. And so they kept
1: it in. What is There's he like a
3: about youth that pastor? story that like, doesn't bring true?
1: Uh, first of all, yes, he is a youth pastor. And no, Kevin Feige or whatever from Marvel, who's like, hey, man, you, you don't want that. You don't want to be the you don't want to be the first kid who smoked a cigarette. You don't want that in going front on a front of everyone. record, you don't want do you? It's like, yeah, actually, you don't know me. That's exactly what I fucking want. Yeah. OK.
3: All right. Well, I don't know. I don't There's know, Jesus, just something like about that. this whole thing that and, and also like they do it. They're like the funniest part is that we like he just says open the fucking door at one point. Like he's just he just kind of throws it in there and it's like why are there... a big deal. How come there were so many headlines about this? Because it's the first time it's been done in a Marvel movie and like because people need shit to write about.
1: Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 clip teases the MCU's first F-bomb. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 will have MCU's first F-bomb. And here it is. Chris Pratt jokes about delivering Marvel's first F-bomb. Take that, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, okay, like, we're, we're getting Take really excited that, about Samuel. this.
3: Yeah, it means nothing. This is the director. Yeah, it means nothing. It's a silly thing. But what makes it so funny is that it is so thrown away and out of nowhere. And it's so low-key. Like...
4: I'm I f- sorry, first of all like
3: what? there's just something about this that feels so like kids swearing in front of their parents because they think it's cool yeah like have you ever had like a friend whose parents let them swear and then the kid like just like goes out of their way to do it and it just like m- makes them seem like they don't know how to swear <laughs> they're,
4: yeah they're like
3: whatever mom give me the fucking whatever mom th-
4: this spaghetti
1: tea. I don't want to eat this spaghetti It shits It shits <laughs> yeah What's that? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out there. <laughs> yeah.
4: Like,
3: oh, my I
1: don't, God. Did
4: he I, just I guess say like, that?
1: It's just, like, the giddiness of everyone, even Gunn, who's like, I don't know. What makes it so funny is, like, it's out of nowhere. Yeah. What?
3: I don't know. I feel Are like I was... it'd be funnier if he did it in a funny way. But, yeah, that's, yeah that's, it's not funnier that he does it in a thrown away, pointless way. But I'm probably the crazy. worst
1: person to comment on this because I didn't even know who Peter Guns is, you know, or Peter I mean Guns? Peter Quill. Peter Quill, yeah, sorry, not the from Star-Lord? not Lord Tariq and Peter Guns uh, yeah. from that group. Uh, Uptown Baby. <laughs> People said <laughs> but, but, hey.
3: he's funny or fun or good. I didn't. See I mean, I liked the one. first one. Yeah, the first I, one. I saw the good. first one, and, and then the second I, one, but, everyone said was bad. And I was out on Marvel movies around that time. So
1: again, it's like my anxiety with anything. With th- when they're when, when I get overwhelmed with IP, I just abandon it. Yeah. I'm like, I can't, I can't keep up with this. What's your, how, how, how excited are you, Carly, for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and hearing the word fuck?
5: I like truly didn't even, I don't even know what Guardians of the Galaxy is. I know that sounds like it's a lie, but it (laughs) truly isn't. Like, (laughs) I just feel like there's this whole world of superhero movies that I just am so disconnected from that I don't even know what they are. Like, I know obviously what Star Wars is, but like, I've never seen it.
3: You've never seen any Star Wars? no. Damn. You are it's cool. Just, I mean, I knew you I could tell you were cool just based on like your podcast and just general vibe, but you've never yeah, even seen your Star Wars.
1: Damn. And you said fuck right when yeah, you Yeah, you did say you fuck on at call. one point, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> this is fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's the thing where I the the where Bradley Cooper is a raccoon. Does that ring a bell?
5: Um no, is that a thing? I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, I fucking love you, Carly. <laughs> <Fuck it. laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Uh, the, uh, the, there's so Bradley Cooper is the voice of what of Rocket Raccoon, and like, have you not have you seen this character at all? No, do you know this. Have you wow. seen Groot? Okay, so, it's a tree
3: voiced by Vin Diesel. He says, "I am Groot" over and
5: over. That's again. not true.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so true. And it's the, one of the most it's one of the most selling but highest selling products out there.
5: What's the movie called?
3: Guardians <laughs>
1: Guardians of the Galaxy.
3: That's Guardians of the Galaxy.
5: <laughs> oh my god. Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. of the Galaxy <laughs> yeah. is a movie about a talking tree?
1: Yes. Indeed. I mean, it's a yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's a it's a it's a ragtag group of of superheroes like a talking raccoon and a tree and and Chris Pratt uh famous youth pastor so yeah yeah it's all all i mean it's all part of the
3: infantilization of america and american culture like that i would say that's the theme of today's episode for me is like tucker carlson being like yummy what do girls do in the bathroom and then like chris (laughs) pratt being (laughs) like we said fuck you know in a movie man is that crazy yeah, and I like, mean, I right, guess we it's... hate trans people. Drag yeah. queens are the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically
1: yeah. It. <laughs> I, it. like I'm trying to think of something where, like I like a series I was invested enough where like them saying fuck on it would be like yo that's that's the ticket. Like the I feel Simpsons. like Night Rider. If like Kit had started
3: saying <laughs> fuck, like that would have been something.
1: Right, right. Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh. if uh. Uh, Zordon said fuck. I'd be like, I'd be like, whoa. Okay. Or Rita Repulsa said what fuck. What the fuck like,
4: is this shit? <laughs> and all of a sudden,
1: <laughs> wait, what? What the fuck is this yeah. shit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Power Rangers redubbed. And this
3: is uh, Power Rangers cool for a whole new generation. So I, I, I get it. I just, it's. It it just feels weird to have these grown actors like kind of and they're probably just doing their job, but it feels weird to me to have them being like really proud of themselves for having said fuck in a movie.
1: I think it reveals, though, something about like, I, at the very least, Jack, you and I, maybe Carly, you is like at a certain point growing up watching stuff, I'm very aggressive, like that's for babies. And now <laughs> I'm watching like shit adults watch. And yeah, I I fuck with adult themes to the point where now when I see people who are like, they're going to say fuck, I'm like, Yo, I've been saying fuck since 84, <laughs> you know, like, get, get your fucking head on. And I guess that's like more my cynicism, like aimed at that than than anything.
3: Carly, I mean, you write about sex and, you know, sexual mores in the breathless column and just for as part of your career. Like, do you see like any trends towards like infantilization or like weird? like anything like that like do you do you track trends across like see see things starting to pop up more and more like in in culture
5: no i think like something that we kind of talk about a little bit on the podcast too is almost a reclaiming of more traditional ideas Mm -hmm. of relationships i feel like what we look back on is like the club started in 2013 and around that time it's like people just started talking about non-monogamy in a more mainstream way and like 50 shades had come out the year before and like everyone went fucking snm crazy like suddenly like you could be like a basic bitch buying like a paddle and victoria's secret or whatever you know <laughs> and like it was the beginning of people thinking differently about like sexual exploration or like the structure of a relationship. But now I feel like there's been a bore of a backlash where people are like, um, no monogamy actually didn't work. Like we thought we were going to be like the progressive generation that, you know, had models of relationships that are more realistic that our parents couldn't have had. And I think everyone's like, actually lols. No, it doesn't work. If you like want to have a stable relationship and a kid. And I think people are, I don't know, moving back toward accepting more traditional domestic. Right. Maybe it's just my age, but do you see that?
1: Well, I mean, yeah, there's, because even like, on, like like all the trad wife yeah, content trad wife too, you see wife, yeah, t- TikTok yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like there's, it's weird how like also too, how I think the economies also affect or people's idea for their kind of yeah. mobility is affecting those like norms too. Because I, I feel like when you, f- there's there's a lack of opportunity or something, you're like, why can't it just be simple? You know, why can't I just do this? Why can't I just go to work and come back and then there's food or whatever? And I think maybe that's something that's giving people more comfort, I guess like I don't know. It's but I do I definitely see that that uptick in things and it's probably just as it's probably just a predictable, you know, backlash to any kind of progress we've seen societally. It's like you're always gonna just see some people just kind of clawing it back to be like, No, no, I'd rather stay at home or I'd rather just be the guy who person who goes to work and It doesn't have to engage much with child rearing because that's what i do i gotta focus on fucking earning right
5: yeah i think so too i think it is an economic thing i think people are like i think when you're unstable right like financially you don't we're never gonna be able to you know our generation like dealt with two of the biggest economic fucking nightmares in a row that's so Mm -hmm. hard for us to just like Own a home and like have a stable job or pay for a kid. It's like you don't, on top of that, want to be like, maybe I'll be polyamorous. Actually, it's like yo, I've got enough fucking problems without that. And I also think the Mm. the pandemic like reoriented people as domestic. You know what I mean? It's like speaking of trad wife, it's like everyone's like, oh, I bake bread now, and you know, I make the new Alison Robin cabbage recipe, and I think (laughs) that's what we love.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh. Interesting. Well, they they need more f words in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah, that's it. That that's what is
3: so brave about this decision to say the f word in Guardians of the Galaxy is it's going against all these traditional values that are storming back, <laughs> and that's why I think Chris, Chris Pratt is uh, a revolutionary. <laughs> so, Carly, such a pleasure having you on the show. Where can people find you, follow you, hear you, all that good stuff?
5: Well, you can listen to Sanctum on Mass wherever you get your podcasts. Or I'm Carly Slut Ever on Instagram. <laughs>
1: there there it is.
5: I can regret that handle, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's branding. It's branding.
3: <laughs> is there a work of media that you've been enjoying?
5: Yeah, I mean, actually, realistically, I don't think this is going to hit for your audience now that I've been on the podcast and see what your show and see what it's like. But I do love the the podcast Every Outfit. It's about fashion. Mm. And Sex in the City. You guys think your your listeners care about that?
1: Oh, we look. We we Wait, are whoop, you
3: whoop, whoop. are you saying that we don't give off vibes as like people who are very fashion forward? Hold and... on,
1: <laughs> are you kidding me? Like you you know? Okay, do you know between Jack and I who the Samantha is?
5: Um, you.
1: Okay, you're right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do have to smoke weed before I have sex, just like she did in that one episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, we're we're very Sex in the City
4: oriented in this show. I
1: mean, it, are you? It's a uh, yeah. It's a it's a staple staple show, and we definitely watched. the uh, You know the what what did we keep calling it? So that happened,
5: and just like that, yeah. So this and these so people, that happened. these every Alpha girls they became really successful because they were doing and just like that episode recaps, and they were so much better than the show. So I'm so excited for and just like that to come back, so I can hear their recap episodes.
1: Right.
4: Yeah,
5: back in June, are you guys counting down the days? Oh hell yeah! Oh hell, yeah. I am actually.
3: We that w- that was among the shows that we covered the most on.
1: <laughs> on this show oh, really? Well, cause then because then also, yeah, because the Che Diaz discourse took over a lot of episodes yeah. too, as we had a lot of comedians on too, and just like we're all talking about, like stand up or like just like the, the way different communities were represented in that show, and so it's the most the weirdest ways. Like <laughs> we get it. The show's been white AF forever <laughs> uh- now. Watch us, watch us bumble through the scene with Charlotte talking with like black intellectuals.
5: <laughs> I know like every character now gets their own like POC emotional support, like animal right. basically.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> it is very. Yeah, it, they, they all need like that character that helps them be like, and I'm less white because of knowing this person.
5: Right. But they all get like one. It's so awkward. It's so awkward.
1: Oh my god! Right. Because who's like one is like the the real estate agent. Right, right. Seema. Who's? Yeah, and that's who is that? That's that's for Carrie. Yeah, and then Samantha or not Samantha? She, she ain't either Charlotte is like the black woman who's like the kids like they go to the same school, right? That other parent, yes. that other mom, uh-huh. and then Miranda has Che
5: and her yeah. black professor. Her black oh, professor. Oh, that's yes. oh, that's right.
1: I feel like
3: yeah. uh, Sarah Jessica Parker has Che, right? Oh, well, oh.
5: Miranda's dating Ch- Chase, Chazin. Between- like-
3: oh, I only what watched for a couple episodes.
1: Oh, Jack! I know, I fucked up. Oh, man. Because it gets wild, too, because Steve, man, Steve's really ass out here after a while. I
3: know. Steve's we're the hottest
1: character in the whole show, I think.
3: Still? You know, back. Even
1: with yeah. his yeah, age? Even I mean, with like- his what? Were, were you about to come after his hearing loss? Yeah, well, I just feel like that's how they <laughs> set him up, was like <laughs>
3: he's like, he's old and she's over him because he's old
1: oh oh well yeah they 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 did they do him kind of dirty i don't know i mean i i guess i I have to really think did they do steve dirty like because i feel like was wasn't he just trying to be like yo
0: i I like having
1: ice cream with you and like a predictable life and she's like i need more get the fuck out of here well that sucks
4: Uh, steve go fuck yourself (laughs) yeah he's
5: fingered by like a day like weed addict
4: yeah. Right, right, right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miles, where can people find you? Uh, is there a work in media you've been enjoying?
1: Uh, at Miles of Gray, where they have at symbols. Find uh, Jack and I on our basketball podcast. Miles and Jack got mad, mad boosties. boosties. Uh-oh. <laughs> Getting less fan service uh, yeah, maybe. yeah. Well, yeah. especially now, but I, I was like, yeah, man, game two is looking good for the Lakers. Uh, spoiler, it was not. Uh, but as of this recording, we'll see what happens in game three. I could be even further down the black pit of despair of being a Laker fan, but who knows? Uh, and also, if you like to hear me talk about 90 Day Fiance and other trash reality shows, check out Sophie Alexander and I out on 420 Day Fiance, where we get smoked up on that loud and just rant about this nonsense. And then, let's see, a tweet I like. One was just man, like just following the the WGA strike stuff. It's wild. Like I don't know if you saw the the head of the Teamsters, the West Coast Teamsters. This one was Lindsey Doherty. She's got a Jimmy Hoffa tattoo like, yeah. on her bicep, and she's like, she's like, we're not. She's like, those trucks aren't crossing the fucking picket lines. Like the studios are gonna learn. They want to fuck around. They can find out. And everyone's like, yeah, uh, it's wild. And then also just shout out Adam Conover. He had a, a really great like this clip of him kind of going viral of him speaking outside of one of the picket lines and i'll play a little bit of you it's just it's just really interesting talking about his perspective about like having to strike and picket, and just kind of what's going on with this but here let me just play a little bit of this from adam conover
0: these shows i don't want to do this none of us want to be here right but as it became clear that this is what they were going to force us to do it started to feel to me to be a really beautiful opportunity because you know we all really feel like the world is fucked up you know that like things are things are wrong in america and we have the opportunity here to go and actually fix one of them with our collective action like the guild is asking me to come out here every day and pick it for four hours and if i do that I can help stop Teamster trucks from going into that building and we can halt productions and that'll shorten the strike and that'll make them come to the table and that'll make them cut the workers in on their profits and I get to actually move the boulder of how fucked up things are in America by showing up here with a sign. That's incredible. How many issues are there that you care about that you would like to do something about but there's nowhere you can show up with a sign to do it? You can't show up with a sign to climate change. You can can go join Sunrise Movement and stuff like that, right? But like you don't have we don't get these opportunities often in life to step up and actually fucking do something
1: so yeah that's pretty cool yeah i mean i think it's it's it's, anyway this is uh as as things accelerate and you just see too how like cynical the studio heads are it's like man yeah fucking destroy these people like get 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 fucking yours writers get fucking yours get it (laughs)
3: all right uh tweet i've been enjoying at world of echo tweeted it was the bust of rhymes it was the worst of
4: rhymes
3: (laughs) (laughs) you can find me on twitter at jack underscore o'brien you can Ah. find us on twitter at daily zeitgeist we are at the daily zeitgeist on instagram we have a facebook fan page and a website dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes uh, no. We link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what's the song we think people might enjoy?
1: Uh, I think you're going to like this track from one of my favorite sort of new newer jazz guitarists, Mansour Brown. It's called No Way. It's like a, it's sort of like flamenco-y guitar playing, but like over a beat that kind of it's like Timberland I don't know. He's just a very interesting artist. Uh, so if you like any like, you know, talented guitar players and you like a little hip-hop, check out this track. It's called No Way by Mansoor Brown. All right. We will link off to that in the footnotes. The daily guys
3: the production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcast, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's gonna do it for us this morning. Back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we will talk to
1: y'all then. Bye. Bye